shut up and sit down. Welcome to episode 46 of Not a Real Libertarian. I uh, have a very special guest for you all tonight. Uh, I had to learn the necromancer uh, and figure out how to conjure up ghosts, but uh, we'll get to him here in a minute. We got a great show for you tonight. I shouldn't say great. That's that's lie. That's that's CNN level lies. Um. But yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and bring on... Oh, well, let's do the intro. Let's run the intro. go ahead and bring on the guest for tonight uh all the way from the afterlife the ghost of will past what up i am here i have died (laughs) and was resurrected and now i walk the earth again here to bring you a show tonight not a great show but we will bring you a show what's on the other side not much it's pretty much a lot of cc's (laughs) A lot of Taco Bell, nothing you, <laughs> nothing worth writing home about. Stay alive. So, so like, so like a military base, like just outside. Pretty much, exactly. It's like got the Charlie's <laughs> cheesesteaks. It's got all the shitty restaurants that are only on military bases. China Walk, that shit. Oh yeah. Uh, little known fact that people don't know: uh, the first building ever built in hell was a uh, was a Dollar General. Makes sense. I'm surprised that there's not uh, more of them around here. Like, I figured they'd be on every street corner by now. Don't know what uh, it is. Yeah. Well, I guess we got some ads to do. You want to you wanna alternate these? Yep, I guess so. It's been a while. So, Tom452.com. That's Thomas Queter. Four states in it in New York. There's no quit in Queter. Except that there is, but that's what makes it so clever. Vote for him and donate. I guess there is. It definitely is. Find us. <laughs> I never understood that. Like we're just gonna pretend that it's not right there. I, I Tom's a great guy. I would have gone with a different direction with the phrase, but it's okay. We don't get paid to. Uh. Find us on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Twitter, Anchor, and Spotify. We actually today hit 2,000 plays uh, on the audio version of our show's multiples. Uh, So follow us on YouTube, hit the subscribe, the bell notification, all the things. Like, comment, uh, 
Um, do all the things that help with the algorithm. It costs you zero dollars. Yes, that's right. And other things that cost you almost zero dollars plus nineteen dollars. Crowned by Gold, the third book in the Royal Green series by Jack Casey himself. I have book one somewhere around here, but can't Got find right it. Here. It's okay. Bootleg has it on standby. You definitely want to read these books. There's a Liberty-esque theme to them, so we've been told. And Jack Casey's a good dude. So despite he's not, he's a flat earther. He's he's a flat earther. He's not a good dude. Mm. (laughs) The Alaskan Raven for all you mean memes. (laughs) Find the Alaskan Raven on Facebook for uh, for for your memes, for your daily dosage of good memes. Well, thank God I got this one for once. We're going to get like a genuine, respectable ad for the Veteran Caucus. Guys, the Libertarian Party Veteran Caucus, leading libertarians to veteran issues, leading veterans to libertarian solutions. We have a website that I'm currently working on. It'll be up hopefully within the next week or two. And that's it. Come join us and talk to us about veteran stuff. What is this? That's the new show. Dope. Okay. Okay, yeah, so it. that's yeah, it's so <clears throat> it's the new show that'll be starting next year on Friday nights. It's called the Coliseum. It pits uh people, two people, two guests, uh one on one, mono me mono, in the Coliseum debating a topic and I'll introduce sub you know, sub questions into the topic. Actually our first show uh will be I believe it's I'm looking like it's gonna be the seventh of January. Um, I'm still trying to work on everybody's schedule. Everybody's still got w- really weird COVID schedules. Um, but it, it's going to be anarchy versus menarchy. And uh, there are winners and there are losers. So the, the gladiators need to bring their A game. I would like to take up that gauntlet and be on the side of NCAP. I feel like I would be a worthy foe. Maybe we, uh, if, if this guy, I'm not going to say his name yet because he's not confirmed because he's still working sure. on the schedule. If he falls through, we can definitely, uh, we can bring over. I will happily be second pick, but I want to be like, I want to be close by because if he starts losing, it's not going to embarrass the side. <laughs> I, need to be, I need to be able to be tapped in. I'm serious. This is a lot of stuff. I don't think, I don't think the guy that I'm going to be bringing on will lose. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how the fight's going to go. I'll put it that way. But I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way, which is even better. But you think that you think that Sean will lose? Are you more confident lose. Sean will lose or the other guy? I think, I think if you're looking for ultimate freedom, you cannot end at menarchy, because yes. diet diet statist is still statist. But we do have one last ad read, which is redemptiontactical.com. I'm posting the link now. Uh, Use that link to let them know that we sent you. I get emails when you guys, you know, go over there or buy stuff. Uh, We got, I got an email just the other day from a whole bunch of people buying shit. Uh, So I guess you guys know something I don't, but go over there, get you a plate carrier, some plates, a ballistic face mask. I mean, you. You want Army of Two style stuff? Uh, the ballistic face mask. It's level three A. Does anybody in the uh, military wear ballistic face masks that you know of? <laughs> Not that I know of, but I want I think one. So. <laughs> I mean, they look cool. If you're trying to pretend that you're in like a post-apocalyptic movie, and there's nothing better for you. Diet status is well, still a status. That's right, Kareem. Man, what's up, Kareem? One of our yeah. first viewers hasn't been here in a few months. Glad to see you back. Yeah, uh, I think if you're required to wear a mask at work, a ballistic face mask is the best way to do it. That would be incredible, showing up like that. Nobody would be afraid of you. Look like uh, Hannibal Lecter, like, keeping him from biting people's faces off and stuff. (laughs) That's what I want, a little Hannibal Lecter mask with the mouthpiece thing. And it's ballistic. It's, uh, It's a 3A. That's dope. Okay. So does that mean if somebody shot you right in the face with the five five six, you'd still be fine? So five five six is not three. I believe it's level four. four. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. But if someone shot you right in the face with a nine mil, you'd be fine. Yes, but you would you would still probably get a concussion because the the energy goes somewhere. But yeah. you know, like <laughs> nine pistol caliber isn't that high. It's not that much punch. It really isn't. It just kind of punches through stuff. It doesn't have a lot of knockdown power. Two thousand feet per second is still a lot of still a lot of force. Yeah, but it's such a small amount of weight, and that's not that much force. I mean, uh, a nine is heavier than a five five six. Heavier, yeah, but it's not more velocity. Yeah, so the yeah the five five six has more velocity. It's it's penetrating power. Uh, the nine mil is more knockdown than the five five six. I bet. Hmm. Because the a forty five moves slower than a nine, but it's got more sure. uh, more knockdown. So, you, but I would think uh, I think a five five six would still have more knockdown power than a nine millimeter, even though I know that the caliber itself is smaller. I would still guess that with the velocity and I mean, it depends on the bullet, of course, if it's like a hollow point or what's going on, but pistol calibers are pretty, pretty weak. You know, you can get shot a lot with them. One shot with the five. Sounds like Willis volunteering. Johnny says, sounds like Willis volunteering for a test. I thought your name was Joe. First of all, Johnny, you can't just be going changing your freaking name like that. But anyway, he's on like Facebook profile 20 at this point. Yeah, no, no doubt. So, yeah, so the, the way ballistics work is you've got penetration power, which is mm-hmm. like the effectiveness that it will move through something, and then you've got knockdown power. Nine's got more knockdown. Uh, yeah, that's that's actually a good point, Eskimo. There's there's not a round I would like to get shot with. Um, but so a nine has more knockdown power. When you when you get hit with a nine, it transfers more energy on the initial impact than a five five six. Well, the five five six is designed to just keep going. It's not designed to stop when it hits you. It's yeah. like it a nine is uh uh you'll see like defensive rounds in like a nine mil, which sure. then improves the the energy transference, which is you know the expansion. Yeah, the the hollow points will expand and it transfers. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, wow, shit. very mature, Nalik. Very mature. Uh, yeah. So I mean, that's that's the thing. So bringing up an Usyk without even bringing up an Usyk. By the way, I tried to use <laughs> Usyk in Word with Friends yesterday, and it's apparently not a word that Words with Friends recognizes. So we need to take this to the top. Seriously. Apparently, they're prejudice. racist. They they hate Native Alaskans. No surprise. They sound like a racist organization. <laughs> Alaskans don't have friends. That's why they live there. <laughs> they, they live millions of miles away from everyone. <laughs> wow, thank you, Jason. Interesting. To be fair, it's a Uruguay word. You 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 pick <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce Unific. that word. But I know that you did it wrong. <laughs> yeah, Unipic. Something I don't know. Something like I in in you peak in you peak. She. I'm, I'm sure she it, said it to me a billion times, but I will. Uh, I've slept since then. So. Same, same. That's okay. So, so did you did you see? Say what? <laughs> back to guns, but no. Go ahead. <laughs> did you see that? Uh, um. Elon Musk has come out as anarchist. Not, I haven't seen that he's come out as anarchist. That's awesome. But he he made the quote about how government's a monopoly on the use of force, and I mean that's essentially Rothbard, you know, straight out of Anatomy of the State. So it makes perfect sense that he's an anarchist. Yeah. So the Time is doing that article on him for Man of the Year, um, okay. and he he was on record saying that he is a utopian anarchist. Fuck yeah. We need more people like that. Great. Why don't we have Elon Musk debate, Sean? Why are we fishing so so low? Let's get the let's get the guy himself. Yeah, because I'm sure Elon's like, hey, these two guys who do a show out of their house. <laughs> I don't know what he hit, but he hit he hit something. It sent him all the way out of StreamYard. I don't know why I do that. I don't even know how. Are you hitting the leave studio button? Is that what it is? No, I like I think I push like control something and it like closes the tab. It's really annoying. Something on my keyboard I keep fucking up. 
based. based. It is in fact based. So I I've never listened to a whole episode of the Joe Rogan podcast, but I went back and I said, you know what? He can say one thing in a Time article, but he'll say something else on on JRE. So I went back and listened. And even then, like a couple months ago, he was more like minarchist. He was like, you know, we should have some kind of regulatory bodies. We shouldn't let them run everything, but kind of like like a third party that says whether or not and even then, he didn't sound super convinced on it. And Joe Rogan's like, "Why should we have even that? Like, the government sucks at everything they do." And maybe, maybe something's happening that's pushed him over the edge. I bet so. Well, you know what they say: the difference between an anarchist and a statist, or a minarchist, is six months. Um, that's about how long it took me once I started reading libertarian literature. You know, once I really got into it. So, I think it's absolutely the case. And I bet we'll see more and more and more people coming around. I think. Now that we have the internet, we can communicate so efficiently and so easily and talk about all these ideas, we're going to have a lot more anarchists. The mainstream media yeah. can't be controlled anymore. Yeah, I think as we see, because we're, I think we're hitting a critical mass point, right, where mm-hmm. we're, we're seeing massive amounts of government overreach with very little resistance um, within, within, uh, within the government. Um and I think I think it's going to hit a I think it's going to hit a point, and a lot of people are going to push away from it. Uh, and it's uh, it's it's going to do nothing but help us. I'll put yeah. it that way. No, you're absolutely right. I think that more and more people are waking up and just kind of thinking outside the box. Just kind of Cajun is a anarchist. That's true, but he's cool. He's a good one. Um. But yeah, more and more people are thinking outside of the box and wondering if we really need these things. And we're also kind of seeing the results a lot more fast and clearly, especially with things like COVID, showing how terrible the government is. Speaking of JRE, have you seen the – there's a new Joe Rogan that came out this week. I think it's a Dr. McCullough. Um, the dude, this guy is awesome. You should watch it. It's long, but, man, it's, he's a doctor. and Basically, the entire premise is about COVID treatment over just prevention and how basically we've pushed the vaccine so hard – and nobody's, you know, pushed the uh, hydrochloroquine. What's that drug? Hydrochloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. That sounds right. Anyway, they haven't pushed that. and In fact, they've been against it. Yeah, Eskimo, enjoy that. It's a really, really great episode. Um, about the mono, monoclose, I can't pronounce any of these things. Antibiotics. Mo- monochloral antibiotics. Whatever. The metachlorian treatment. treatments. Yeah, exactly. And just basically the efficacy of all of those treatments and how he thinks that we could save at least half the lives that were lost if we were to focus on treatment instead of just vaccines. Um, truly is yeah. crazy that we don't think about it. One thing that he said that really stuck with me is, you know, a doctor's job is always to focus on the patient who's sick in front of them, not talk about, oh, you should have taken this vaccine, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so it was a really cool mindset of thinking like, wow, we've really neglected treating COVID patients. And we just said get a vaccine, and then it talked a lot about how there's like a prejudice too. If you aren't vaccinated, you don't qualify for certain drugs. If you are vaccinated, you only qualify for certain drugs. It was really, really eye-opening. So viewers, bootleg, check that shit out. Yeah, I'll probably listen to it. I like a lot of Joe Rogan stuff. He where he's so big, he can get a lot of different people on there, and he uh, oh. he pushes because he he's come out pretty much as full on libertarian at this point. He said in. 2016 he voted libertarian in 2020 he voted libertarian yeah. um and so i think i think he's kind of pushing this idea on people like hey government sucks bro like everything yeah. they do sucks and I, that's that's what he says a lot like government just sucks at everything they do yeah it's amazing and it's getting mainstream through him and really we wouldn't have uh there's nobody else who compares that came from the movement but it's awesome that basically he's a celebrity who is finding the movement and finding these ideas right in front of our eyes. And of course there's some liberty leading people who go on and talk to him and stuff, but um, you know, he wasn't one before this. So just the fact that we're watching Joe Rogan wake up slowly is incredible. And I don't think it'll be reversed. I think it'll only go further. Metachlorians. Um, isn't that, isn't that from star Wars? That's, that's what, what I was saying earlier. Those are the colors. No, I said metachlorians that's earlier, and then uh, and you kind of went with it. I was like, I'm not going to stop it at this point. I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> aren't those the Aren't those the people who clone all the clones? No, the metachlorians 
the the metachlorian is like the organisms that live and create the force like it it lives inside oh, you yeah. outside you. yeah that's right that's right that's like real deep star wars nerd shit you gotta be a super nerd way to go well they Eskimo. like half the half the first movie was the discussion about anakin being like the highest metachlorian count since master True. Yoda. that's right that's right that's crazy they studied it huh you know it comes out this month uh, I think it's this month or maybe next month is uh, the book. So there's a new show coming out on Disney Plus. It's the okay. book of um, Django Fett. Okay. Huh. No. Book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Okay. Yeah, Boba Fett. That makes more sense. Boba Fett's the young one. He's the kid. Yeah. Right? He was the cloned one. Yeah. Uh. Because it's it, yeah, it would be Boba Fett because it's around the same. I believe it's supposed to be around the same time that uh, yeah, Boba Fett, yeah. Uh, because it was supposed to be around the same time as uh the Mandalorian, and so they're actually doing a really good job tying all this universe stuff in together. Because Disney does a like a fantastic job of that. Um, yeah, he was an unaltered clone, uh, Jango Fett. The only thing he required from the Camino, Cam, uh, Cam and Owens, which is the people Camino, that made the clones yeah. on Camino, yeah. Cam and Owens, uh, was that he get his own clone because he never had time for kids, right. but he wanted an unaltered clone that didn't age quickly like the regular clones did. Right. So that's how I got Boba Fett. That's dope. Kind of, kind of prideful though to get a clone of yourself for your own child, but I mean, whatever. I guess that'd be kind of cool too. If you pretty see much all kids. childbearing is, are they like you, you exactly? See, Oh yeah, it, like except tall? with blonde hair and blue eyes. So they got that from your wife, and then you got the attitude and the rest of the looks. Yeah, they uh, yeah they they got like so. My <laughs> wife and I have a very similar attitude. Uh, like we'll like one of us will be in a bad mood, and it's just like going at it. And uh, but it's funny shit sometimes. Like she'll she'll make comments that I won't laugh at, but I think like that's funny as shit. And you won't laugh at it because you... it's at your expense. No. <laughs> He's like, I ain't laughing at that. That's hilarious. Yeah, I can't, I can't give her that. <laughs> That's cool. She needs to be on here roasting you in the comments more often. Dude, we should have a bootleg roast. Can we have that? Can we have like a a roast of bootleg? One night we just have everybody come on the podcast as guests, like the whole network, and we just prepare roasts for you and then let the commenters do it. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But remember how a roast works. At the end, I get I get to go last. Yeah, I know, I know how a roast works. Okay, I, mean, I thought you would come it. up you... with a good material. I wouldn't offer to roast you. Eskimo is excited. Eskimo Sounds like she wants in on this. Let's have it. I know that's a great idea. We should have more of those. We can have roasts every once in a while, like a quarterly roast. Have Spike come on or something to roast Spike, something like that. That's a dangerous game because you gotta remember how smart that dude is. Oh, I'm uh, not saying I would not regret it shortly <laughs> after, but it would still be fun. It's in the spirit of things. When you go to roast, you just expect to be insulted and like, you know, fuck your ego. Yeah. Uh, let's let's do this. We can put out a tweet and put something on Facebook uh where we can have former guests, like people who've been on before. If they want to come in for the roast, we'll have a certain number of slots that we can have. I don't know how many it is on here. I think it's like seven, six or seven. Yes. And then fill once we fill up all those slots, uh, do the roast that way. That's a great idea. I love, I love it. Let's get a bootleg burn. <laughs> Jenny, where you at? Seriously though, um, she's at. Let's get, she's actually at her kids. Yeah, she's at uh, her son's. Uh, like some band kind of band rehearsal thing. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's cool. But uh, yeah, I want Tub back. Me and Tub have to discuss religion a little further because I don't like the taste in my mouth that we were left with there. That was not cool. You left a taste in your mouth? Well, he calls me heathen, and I just want to make sure I want to debate the merits of my spirituality with him and my view on religion, and I would like to actually talk about it. Maybe we could schedule like a Sunday special thing and uh or like church, a Saturday church, special. Church yeah. church with Will and Bootleg. 
Well, I mean, uh, that's something you two could do. I mean, I can talk True. religion, but I think you two have more skin in the game. I know where I'm at on all that, and I'm not. Yeah. I don't like organized religion. I hate it. I think it's just as bad as government, in my opinion. But I think, I think organization. I think, period. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I think uh, I think that'd be a good thing for you. I think that you and him should do that. Be like a maybe like a one-off mm-hmm. thing that y'all do or something. That'd be cool. The the liver. Religious, special, libertarian, what could we call it? Churchitarian? No, we'll think of something. She says, I already wrote Will too much. I know, seriously, Nalik, you haven't called me a baby face once this entire show. I I feel like I'm neglected here. Um, The artist from the show Vasquez (laughs) says he's a heathen. Look at Eskimo's comment. Too soon. It's never too soon. It's been going on for centuries. Yeah, true story. True story. <laughs> so for the where's audio Braxton? listeners, as... where's Braxton? I don't know. Braxton's a Catholic, so anytime you make fun of Catholics, you essentially have to tag him. Uh, so for the audio listeners, Eskimo Libertarian said, we went from bad taste in our mouth to church. Is this a Catholic podcast? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. There's so I I don't know if you're on TikTok or not, but I've I've started finding this this series of like they're like I guess uh like clips from a mini show or something like that someone did, and it's like the Catholic Church, and so this Catholic so one of the clips it, this just reminded me of this uh the Catholic priest runs up grabs a little boy twists his cross some way and then this like beam of light comes down and picks both of them up <laughs> what the so fuck crazy. that's so bad <laughs> that's so wrong oh it's a dark place though the catholic church especially in the old days i'm sure it's fine now i'm sure it's mostly fine but all churches though you know the problem is people take their families to churches and their kids and stuff you got to watch out like you can't trust someone just because they're in a religious organization you know i'm not I'm not taking my kids to Sunday school. Like I, I love the idea of it. I'll teach them about God and about religion and stuff and let them think for themselves, but I'm not taking them. I'm not letting them be under some other person's watch that I don't know and can't trust. Yeah, I, I kind of the same way. Like I used to take the kids to Sunday school when, when we were going. Um, mm-hmm. When I don't, I don't go now. I just, I have too many issues with organized religion. I think this idea that, the church itself is more important than the religion is stupid. It's exactly, it, man. It's, and I hate saying like, cause everyone says, Oh, well, Jesus would have been a socialist or Jesus would have been blah, blah, blah. There's, there's a lot of evidence that Jesus is like, look, you can either be for the religion or you can be about this earthly shit. And, uh, he's like, real gangsters ain't about that earthly shit, which would be churches. Exactly. Churches are an earthly thing. So. Yeah, exactly. Organization, listening to one person's view on things, just the dogma of it, you know, that you have to think this way or you're wrong. I feel like that's not at all what Jesus would have been about. But um, like all good things in this world, some idiot is going to take it too far and build an organization off of it and try to use that organization to give themselves power. And so you're right. It really does kind of come back to government, even if it's not a government. It is. I mean, they rule people. They make rules for people. They uh, take people's money. Not very many differences, except that it's voluntary now. Yeah. The Catholic Church didn't used to be a voluntary donation. No. It used to be. Go to hell if not, or you get put to death. Yeah. Church is a, it's an odd thing. Um, it um, is. Um, yeah, because I mean, like, if you say, say, because I'm Southern Baptist, right? Like, so. Same. That's oh, what I grew up I as, yeah. Yeah. Uh, imagine going to church and then you start questioning the pastor, like in front of other people, like you're like, Oh, I don't believe this. What do you think about this? People will shun you from that church. They will treat you bad. Yeah. You're not allowed to do that. Yeah. That's like a problem. Like you can't question things. Exactly. That's a fundamental flaw in the culture. Like they should be all about questioning things. Like if this pastor is the smartest guy in the room, why can't anybody ask him anything they want to in the middle of the sermon? He just talks for an hour and we're supposed to just accept it. It's bullshit. Yeah. And I don't think, go ahead. I don't think many pastors have an opposition to it. It's most sure. of the uh, the congregation that I have a problem with it. Like they will treat you different. I think um, right. now that's in my that's in my opinion. That's my experience. But once again, that comes back down to like you know, 
if you question Trump, you're not a real Republican. If you don't exactly. think Joe Biden's doing a good job, it's that same mentality. It's that that status like you're it's you're either a hundred percent with us or you're against us mentality. Yes dogma and we need to remember to be really against that in the movement whenever people start coming into the liberty movement and they're asking questions and they're trying to figure out how things work we need to embrace that and really like congratulate people encourage people like no challenge us we want these beliefs to be challenged because we really do believe they're true and at the end of the day if everybody challenges them it's only going to refine them more it's only going to make them stronger yeah. how do you do you do you believe in god Buleg? yeah what do you what is god to you So, like, like in a religious sense or like from a scientific stance? Both. Whatever it means to you, what do you think? <laughs> no, Eskimo, this is not my dorm room. But I did get a new, I live in a new house now, so I no longer have the couch or any of those things. <laughs> yes, got to eat. Uh, so do I believe that all life in the universe existed with us alone? No, I don't think so. I think I think I think science and religion go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I think religion explains the things that science can't. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, in in the beginning there was nothing. Well, uh-huh. what what became uh was the big bang. I don't think yeah. I don't think science disproves religion. I don't think religion disproves science. I think they work together. Um, cause if you're talking to a bunch of guys who are out in the field, you know, herding goats in the, the, you know, first century, uh, well, like thousands of years ago, whatever, Sure. you're not going to explain to them that there's this scientific phenomenon where something exploded in outer space where they can't see it and everything came into being. Sure. Um, but I still don't understand that. Exactly. So, uh, I think. So I'll say this, it's a little heathenistic, but what if, and this is something I've pondered a lot, and I've never gotten a good answer for it. What if God isn't a one-off? What if what if he's he's a part of a, or I shouldn't even say he, because it's, it's always defined as a he, but that was kind of a more patriarchal stance on it. But what if, what if God is actually a part of a race of beings that are able to just manipulate physics and science and create life? That's an interesting concept. I could see it. I don't think there's anything I could say that proves that that's not true. Um, I think that's a good that's a good view of what God is. I think you're right though, like about the agreement between science and religion. You know, Genesis one one, the first verse in the Bible says, "In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth." Then it goes on and it says, "Now the earth was dark and formless, and the spirit of God hovered above the deep." Something like that. But, you know, everyone always talks about how the Bible says the earth was created in seven days. It actually doesn't. The very first sentence says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Then it goes on from there. And the seven days happen and stuff. So maybe the Big Bang is exactly like, you know, what you're saying. Like maybe when the universe was created, that was the Big Bang. I think there's a lot of truth to that. But what I think God is, and I've done a lot of psychedelics in my life. But what I think that God is... Let me just offer that disclosure because it's important. It's an important one. And they have indeed influenced my religious beliefs. But what I think that God is, is basically the life, the energy that occupies all of us, everything that's living, all energy in in the world, period. You know, everything from lightning to the electricity, you know, in a remote control or your telephone or whatever. Um, And I think that all of that has a collective consciousness and it's all God. So I think we're all a little piece of God. But I think that something is aware of all of that at the same time. And that thing, that connectivity is God. But again, just take that with a grain of salt. Uh, Hidden is looking for some advice. Uh, Just got in my first relationship. Do I fart first or my girlfriend? Assert dominance and let that thing rip. Uh, (laughs) Clear out an entire building and just let her know what's up. Just got into my first relationship, dude. How are you like 13 or what? No, I'm just kidding. That's on it's on Twitch. Could be. Yeah, no shit, true. Or if just somebody on Twitch always isn't getting into their first relationship until they're 35. So best of luck to you. I'm gonna <laughs> I should not roast our viewers. It's not this is not a good practice. Got got it, All right. Do yeah. it. Yeah, Rip that thing. <laughs> also, 
if she's into anal beats, uh, here's a piece of advice: pull starter like a lawnmower. Just oh god. Mm. Don't go slow. They don't like that. It's like a fucking Beyblade. Yeah. Rip that thing. Just Just let it rip. Let it rip. Wow. Oh, gosh. terrible. Yeah, so here's a... What? Hayden, how old are you? We have a debate going. You're either 15 or 35. I think you're 35. Budlen thinks you're 15. How old are you? He's hidden. Or I shouldn't say he. We don't know. Maybe it's... It's true. It's true. We got to be new age. Yeah. Okay. Either way, fart first. Stop being a stop being a religious bigot, Will. Ghost of Will. <laughs> Seriously. <dude. laughs> Seriously. So, I've died and gone to heaven. I can be a bigot if I want. That's not. You're not telling us your age. Okay, that's fine. Yes, it is the actual Oklahoma flag. It's a Choctaw shield. And then it has a cross between a peace pipe and a olive branch, which represents the connection between Native Americans and white people, which um, is is better in Oklahoma than most places. So good on Oklahoma. It's true. Because the olive branch comes from Europe, and the peace pipe, of course, is Choctaw. So it's all about the union we have in this great state. When I when I look back in the history books, I think, you know, there's a lot of union between natives and white people. It, it seemed like it was a really good relationship. It was a terrible relationship. But Oklahoma is like the place where we put that behind us, or at least we um, no longer live like that. It's where Native Americans moved to after the Trail of Tears, which is really sad. You know, they got rehomed. And Oklahoma is where they got rehomed. But it wasn't made a state until long, long after. So people here... Um, you know, everybody who's ever grown up in Oklahoma has grown up around Native American culture and with a lot of Native American people. So I do feel like it's a cool place because we kind of put that bullshit behind us. Um, and Oklahoma had nothing to do with the Trail of Tears or any of that. So we're kind of like a new place. What was in the pipe? Unfortunately, probably tobacco. But let me tell you what's in the pipe right now. <laughs> Check this one out. This is a pipe for you. This is what we do in Oklahoma. Yep. I broke it. That's going to be a meme now, by the way. You set yourself up on that one. Uh, Oh, God. Yeah. I'm glad Jenny's not seeing this episode. I'm really glad she's not here. PT Shorts. bud. What's up? I tagged you earlier. I hashtagged you. Yep. PT Shorts. So, let me ask you this. Uh... God, y'all's are longer than ours were. Ours were like basically no, short, booty bro. shorts. No, look. I mean, yeah, these are longer than army, but still, I got a lot of lag here. If that's if that's what you think. That's what I think. But you're right. I've got a lot of lag. Yeah. yeah, shut up. Shut up, <laughs> mister. You're, you're a freak. I don't know why you're proud of that. <laughs> so, let me ask you this. Move into another topic here. Uh... What do you think has to fundamentally change in the LP in order to start going mainstream? Because if we think we're mainstream, we're not. What needs to change? You know, I don't think that it's necessarily a lot that needs to change in, like, the infrastructure of the LP, um, in the way that the business is carried out, and the way the organization actually functions. I think we just need more people like you and I who are really passionate about liberty and who are willing to be really, really, really loud in their spheres. Because there's a lot of libertarians who um, are libertarians, but kind of are quiet about it and just are libertarians. They're not evangelists. We all have to be missionaries for this cause. Um, And I think more and more people are figuring it out. And I do think that we're further than we've ever been before. The liberty movement is growing faster than it ever has. It's larger than it ever has been. Um, And it's getting a lot of steam and power, and I believe in it, and I know it's only going up, but we need more people who are passionate and really want to make a lot of noise because we really just don't have – the fact that we all know each other is fascinating. You know, like it's not like any Republican and Democrat podcasters just automatically know each other. I mean this is kind of a smaller movement really. Um, But yeah, Eskimo, that's a great point. Click that. That's good. We've also got uh, Yorkie UK says he's – They've got a question for Will. 
Uh, go ahead and shoot your question on over. Mm, nope. He put a question mark at the end of it. That that was his question. <laughs> Do I want to bring this question up? Please bring it up. Yorkie, says, Yorkie UK, shame on your mother and father. Just, I really hope everyone in your life is excruciatingly embarrassed of who you turned out to be as a person. And I wish you the best of luck on delivering your next pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would say when they're that small i mean they'll fit anywhere bro but uh i mean if if, if that's what you're into i mean you do you hondo damn well sorry bro who, who is that good god uh, mm, i tell him probably braxton's youtube account uh twitch yeah probably oh twitch okay yeah, the purple square. <laughs> Nalik's got a point there. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I think I do. I do kind of like the idea that like let's do a and I like I don't I, like I everything bounces off me like it, no, I don't take anything personal. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think a roast would be a good idea. Let's uh, let's put some feelers out. See who would be interested. I feel like we'll get a flood of people who are like, oh, that guy. Yeah, fuck him. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. So. <laughs> I think it's a fantastic idea. It was mine, so I think it's especially fantastic. But (laughs) no, that'd be great, dude. You gotta sit in a chair. We gotta get you like a throne, like they do on MTV. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, this is close enough. I think I like this is this will be good enough. All right, at least it's a nice leather chair. At least a crown. But not like it's okay as long as you're here to help us roast bootleg. It's fine. Yeah. I feel like I've I've given her so many digs between Clubhouse and Facebook that she will be one of the first people. She'll be like she'll be refreshing Facebook constantly just to get in on it. I'm gonna walk up like yeah. one of those cartoon characters and they got like the little roll of paper and untie it and it just like like falls down the stairs, flights and flights. That's gonna be me. I'll be like, oh, here we go. Where do I begin? It's gonna be awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's do it. I, I think that's a great idea. I think uh, we'll do. I I aim to kill always. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> well, I mean, you're aiming up, so I mean, whatever. True. Boot, bootleg pays for pe- for feet picks. <laughs> you really? No, Jason Booth says that. So I think it's good. It's funny. You can how much better. would you pay? How much would you? How much money would it take for you to sell a pick of your feet? Of my feet? Yeah. If I was like, hey, bootleg, I'll give you 10 bucks. Would that be enough? I mean, I guess if you're a fucking weirdo. I mean, I'll yeah. send them to you for 10 I'm bucks. I'm a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <I'll give> you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want pictures of my feet, you're a weirdo. Like, if you're like, that guy's got some sexy feet, you've got issues. Oh, like, yeah. the furries ain't got nothing on you at that point. You're like, that you know, guy. Like, I have nothing against the foot fetish. Like, you do you, but I think anybody who's willing to pay somebody else for pictures of their feet is probably a weirdo. I think that's a safe, safe bet. I would die on that hill. Like, you can't show me a guy who wants to pay someone for their feet pictures, and it's just completely normal and has everything together. I do not believe it. I mean... I guess we'll find yeah, out. People, people Ooh, that could things. be the prize for the roast. Let's also auction off some of your feet pics for the roast, and we'll kind of have a side-by-side thing. Dude, it's fine. Dude. Well, pretty soon, we'll have nothing but furries and cre- creeps in the comment section. They'll be like, take off your shoes, guys. We'll be like, no, we're trying to do a podcast here. No, yeah. I mean, if we're going to show pictures of my feet on this, we might as well just go ahead and delete the podcast. Like, it's it, it'll die there. <laughs> That's how bad it is. Like, it'll, like, just, it'll, be, it'll just save us the time of just deleting everything. All right, that's fair. Well, if it ever gets bad enough and we want to self-destruct, but we don't want to self-destruct, that's how we'll do it. Yeah, this is this is how everyone will find out we're leaving Facebook for good. We'll just post pictures of my feet on Facebook. And, <laughs> Our and video, that... I think, with your feet. Yeah. Our commentary we'll just... over them. Yeah, it's just my feet, my toes wiggling. and <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, they're leaving Facebook. We better go find them on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, this is the sign. The prophets have spoken. They told us. <laughs> yes, all it does, Eskimo. It does violate all the community standards, uh, re- mostly regarding hate speech, because my feet are hateful looking. 
They, they, <laughs> your, your feet are a racist innuendo all on their own. They don't even have to say anything. They're just disgusting. <laughs> I'm offended by your feet. Right off the bat. I've got, dude, I've got long toes. Like, okay. Dude, I've got We're some of those take... long toes, too. Let's, is your second okay. toe longer than your first toe? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't look at my feet a lot. So I'm going to ask you a question. We're going to get into some weird shit here. I'm always down. Do, do you pick stuff up with your feet, with your toes? Yeah. Like just grab like a towel. Like you pick it up and just hand it to yourself? Yeah, or like, you know, some pieces of paper. Just whatever I feel like. Oh, he's put his feet on here. Oh, God. <laughs> That's fine. Here come the furries. I can hear them pitter-pattering. <laughs> There's some furries in the Air Force, man. Furries are that's a dark, that's a dark corner of the universe. That's a place I would not venture. If there's gonna be furries in the military, it's gonna be in the Air Force. I know. No, the Navy's worse, man. The Navy's even worse, but you're right. So like, hey, if there's the, gonna be the, psychopaths in the military, they'll be in the army. So you know, I'd rather deal yeah, with furries oh no, than the, serial killers. They'll be in the Marines. Like the fucking that's psychopaths true. are in the Marines. That's like, true. Like <laughs> if you look at them, you're like, those people are not like that's not a stable living environment no no like they're setting each other on fire and punching them (laughs) it's a dark dark world dark corner of the military jenny's here what's up jenny we missed you and you have great meme material you're welcome i didn't see her yeah she popped up she she heart reacted oh i didn't see that yeah i don't even look oh yeah i see it now yeah I've not even looking at that. But, uh, hey. 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 Good stuff on the orchestra concert. That was great. I'll say this. Her and Braxton had a very interesting show last night. I haven't watched it yet. I was being really, really lazy last night, but I want to. Yeah, it was, uh, I was like, you know what? I know she's going to be high as hell. I know she will be, and she was obviously. Oh uh, yeah! And I was like, I've got to tune in for this, and it was it was impressive. It was I, there was points where I was laughing. I, I did very much enjoy uh, posting comments that would completely destroy her train of thought because she is <laughs> untrained in the ways of this. That's funny as hell. I just need to watch it. Um, Mohican, we do know what "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" is. They repealed Don't Ask, Don't Tell, and I want to say 2015? 10? 10, really? That long ago? Yeah, it was 2010, I think, because it was before I got in. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. 2013, when we got in, is right whenever they basically legalized gay marriage in the military. Because there was the Defense of Marriage Act, and that was under Obama. And Obama, well, when I got in, Obama was president. So um, that's when people started, gay couples started getting married in the military. But Don't Ask, Don't Tell, yeah. Maybe 2010. That sounds right. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Or no, it was it was Obama. That was Obama. Yeah, his first term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember the the when they legalized same sex marriage in the military, but I remember like there was a thing about it, and I was like, okay, cool, that's a good thing, I guess, and then just kept doing my job, which I hated. So. <laughs> No, I was born when Bill Clinton was president, I think. Actually, George H.W. was probably president when I was born. Hold on. Uh, no, it probably was Clinton. Probably, yep, it was Clinton. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Because George H. was in the, the late 80, the late 80s. Yeah, in the early 90s. He, he went to 94, I think. Because I think Bill Clinton started in 94. Well, if, yeah. if H was in uh, up until 94, then H would have been when I was born. But yeah. That makes but sense. Jennifer, uh, Will is in fact dead. This is the ghost of Will. Yeah. Thanks, Jen. Thank you. 92. That's whenever Eskimo was born. Eskimo, you are baby too. You don't get to make fun uh, of me I, I think she's saying that's when H went out of office. Well, it had to be 94, right? 94 to 98. Yeah, it had to be 94 because four years, we had elections in 20, 2002. No. 
2000. Oh, yeah, you're right. We had elections yeah. before. Because right. they had the election in 2000 because it was W versus uh, Al Gore. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's and so that would be, that'd be eight years after 92. Thanks. Thanks for the subtle reminder, Eskimo. <laughs> Appreciate you very much. I thought you was looking it up, and I was like, well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Well, I wasn't trying just... very hard. <laughs> he wasn't trying very hard. Oh. But yeah, there's we've seen a lot of really shitty presidents come and go in our lives. Yeah, we have. We haven't had any non-dictatorial presidents. Nobody's just been normal. They've all started a bunch of bullshit wars and Patriot Act and fuck all that. Trump's the only one-term president we've had in our lifetime. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we, we would have had uh, Clinton, yep. which that was on its own. Yeah. Uh, and Always then we went into a blowjob scandal in the presidency. It's not a real yeah. president without a blowjob scandal. It has to happen. And then, uh, yes, actually, we'll, we'll talk about this too. Uh, Maxwell's little black book to remain secret after judge warns against needless uh, name dropping. It's really? not needless if they're pedophiles. It's very needed. Um, yeah, seriously. If you listen closely at night, you can hear the faint sounds of wood chippers. Um, <laughs> I hear that but, right now. Yeah. Uh, so we had Clinton, then we had W, which was the 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 victory on the aircraft carrier with him saying we needed to be in Iraq for another few years, which was hilarious. Uh, nothing says PR problem like saying we've won, but we need to spend more time. Right. Uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> fast forward 20 yeah. years. <laughs> we're yeah, we there. still haven't won. Yeah, good gosh. It happened with Obama, too. Obama said we will not put boots on the ground in Iraq, and he sent more boots on the ground to Iraq. They're all liars. <laughs> We we will not be getting involved more in the Middle East as he's saying that. There's boots in Pakistan. There's CIA uh, care drops in like how many different nations? Libya, uh, um, Egypt. All these all these North African nations that they were basically just the Arab Spring. Like it was a great thing. These nations are still destabilized. Syria completely uh, turned around. Yeah, I'm sure Syria is a great place to be right now if you're looking to score uh, an AK. True. Yeah, an AK and a Toyota Hilux. That's true, too. (laughs) They got both those things. Lots of them. Lots and lots. Hmm. Yeah, so... I wish we could get uh, some Hiluxes here, by the way. I would love a Hilux. Well, the Toyota Tacomas and Tundras are phenomenal they are phenomenal but they're just not the same and i do like tacomas and i would get a four-cylinder four-wheel drive tacoma but they don't make a lot of them and the thing about the hilux that's awesome is all of them are four-cylinder and all of them are four-wheel drive so they're just a better truck i think but you're right yeah but the the part of the world that they uh they sell them in is it makes more sense to have that there true um i like four-cylinder trucks though i'm all about it you don't need more of that so Eskimo says the last one that wasn't terrible was Coolidge. My favorite president that we've had in recent years was uh, JFK, but only slightly after the the Dallas uh, parade that he did. Just the was was that whenever he was performing those ballistic tests? Yes. Okay. He, uh, yeah. Little little did people know he was actually filming a movie with Alec Baldwin. <laughs> That's fucked up, <laughs> but awesome. <laughs> I like William Henry Harrison because he died giving his inauguration speech, or he died. He got a pneumonia because it was raining during his, his inauguration, and then he died two weeks later. So he's done less damage than any other president. Thank you, William. Imagine, Harrison. imagine being that VP. Like hell yeah, seriously. Two weeks later, like <laughs> fuck that guy. Don't even know. Forget his name. I'm the daddy now. I'm your daddy. I'm the only one. <laughs> know yeah that's uh yeah there's been a lot of really shit presidents like even washington like he became president it was like you want freedom this 
Best I can do is Whiskey Rebellion. Whiskey Rebellion, yep. Uh, Shay's Rebellion, Central Banking. Washington sucked. Washington was cool in the war, but even then he sucked. Have you ever heard of Joseph Warren? Joseph Warren. I don't think I have. Dude, most people haven't. He's my favorite founding father for sure. He was in Boston around Massachusetts, and he was the Sons of Liberty, which was with like you know Samuel Adams and uh, John Hancock, Paul Revere, those guys who really got the revolution started in New England. Um, so he helped organize the Boston Tea Party. He's the one who sent Paul Revere on his ride to warn that the British were coming. But uh, he was dope. He was a doctor and a Harvard graduate, super smart dude. He was a major general in the um, Continental Army. But he basically just like wanted to fight. He was like, no, fuck it. I want to be in the battle. They're like, dude, you're a major general and a doctor. You should probably like, you know, be better used over on the sidelines, helping people and commanding. He's like, no, I want to fight. So he fought in Lexington and Concord, you know, the first battle of the war. He got shot in the wig, and so he almost died. And so his mom wrote him a letter and was like, you know, Joseph, please avoid the battle. And he wrote back, and he said, wherever danger is, dear mother, there will be your son. And he was basically just like, I want to fight and die. I love liberty. I don't care about anything else. I don't want to be a leader. I just want to fight. And uh, he died at Bunker Hill, and they mutilated his body. But he was basically a thorn in the British side and just a gangster. But anyway. That's that's the kind of spirit we're going to need moving forward, though. We're going to need people willing to not necessarily die, but people that are willing to risk it all. I mean, if, if you want the biscuits, you got to risk it. You know what I mean? You're I mean, right, it, man. You, you, if you want to talk about liberty and fighting COVID mandates, you can't sit there and say, I want to end COVID mandates. I think vaccination requirements are stupid. And then when, when time comes and your job's like, hey, you either have to find a new job or get the shot and you're like well i like this job and it's easier for me to stay here yeah. um, and then, like i get like everybody has their, whatever situation like if that's something you can't sure. do i get it um and if that's if, if you're like hey it makes sense for me to have it that that's one thing but it does take people making a stand right like you someone's going to have to stand at some point you you can't sure. you can't just cave because it's easy it takes doing the hard things to win the hard fights damn right dude you're absolutely right i think that's well said and kind of gives you and i something to think about you know we don't know how long we'll be able to do this kind of thing and have this kind of comfort um you know i was watching this documentary winter on fire about ukraine and their revolution they had a few years ago 2014 that was only protest but still you know it really got me thinking about what it would look like if we did have to give up our lives and our jobs and just leave and, and go, you know, protest at this country, at the national capital for months because our government wasn't listening to us, that day may come, you know, and I hope that people like you and I are ready to do it when it comes. Yeah, I think it'll take things <clears throat> when people are comfortable, they they're not open to doing the hard things. But when things exactly. get bad and food becomes scarce, fuel becomes scarce, yep. people the comforts of the first world start going away. Yep. People are willing to fight. Unfortunately, yeah, right. that's what it takes. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, it is about that time. Yes, that's a good point there, Will. Uh, yeah, it is. Jason. Go to notarealpodcast.com. Uh, copy some of that sweet merch. That The new shirt is as cheap as I could literally get it. The Gun Hub shirt. Uh, there's only one thing guys think about, and that's guns. Uh, so go copy one of those on there. All of our episodes are now po- – well, I should say all the most recent episodes are now posted on the website. So you can – it's not tied to YouTube. It's not tied to Facebook. So if our YouTube gets nuked, Facebook gets nuked, Twitter, all of it gets nuked, you can still go to the website, and our content will still be on the website. So go look at the website. Go check it out. Oh, yeah. Also, go to LP Veteran Caucus and Oklahoma Libertarian Party and like NatalieBruno.com. Find us on all these platforms Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Twitter, Anchor, and Spotify. If you're on Twitch, uh, ask Will, will your nuts fit in his mouth and we'll we'll make (laughs) money. Yeah, feel free to ask anytime. Shut up, rambling, and fit my balls in your mouth. We the other guy we talked to, he said uh, we we told him same thing. Uh, if they're that small, they'll fit anywhere. 
most likely a pencil sharpener. So go shove your nuts in a pencil sharpener and ow, ow, ow. God, I did not need that. All right. <laughs> but with that, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate y'all stopping by tonight. There's no real libertarian on the planet. Can't change my mind. And uh freedom isn't easy, yo. Do the hard things. Love you. Good night. Ha, ha, ha.